0: Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The FT.
1: Welcome to World Weekly with me, John Thornhill, standing in this week for Gideon rackman On the show, we will be discussing Portugal. The government there has been praised for its enthusiastic adoption of EU fiscal medicine, but now looks to be in trouble. Pedro Passos Cueo, Portugal's Prime Minister, is one of Europe's staunchest backers of austerity, but his government's painful two-year programme of structural adjustment has yet to deliver the results promised. And late last week, the country's constitutional court issued a ruling that could fatally undermine his efforts to get the economy back on track. Joining me in the studio to discuss his predicament is Ben Hall, the FT's European news editor, and in Lisbon, Peter Wise, the FT's Portugal correspondent. Peter, if we could start with you, could you tell us what triggered the latest crisis?
2: Yes, the President and some opposition parties had referred several items in the 2013 budget to the Constitutional Court, as they suspected they might contravene the Constitution, And after three months' uh, deliberation, the court ruled uh, last Friday that indeed four of the nine contested measures were in breach of the Constitution. The two most important ones were uh, plans to eliminate one of the extra monthly payments that um, state workers and pensioners receive in the summer. And also to... um, They also ruled against a reduction in unemployment and sickness benefits and this effectively has blown a hole of about 1.3 billion euros in the government's budget this year and overall under the bailout program Portugal was committed before this ruling to reducing state spending by 4 billion or about uh, almost 2.5 percent of GDP over the next three years. And the ruling now has increased that by more than a quarter to $5.3 billion over over those three years. And what is the government um, going to do
1: to fill in the whole? What are their options?
2: Yes, the, I mean, this is a pretty tall order, uh, but what um, Mr. Pasquale, the Prime Minister, has said is that they will stick to the budget deficit targets that have been set under the programme, although it has to be said those have been relaxed twice already, that he will stick to those new targets and he will compensate for the rejected measures by introducing further spending cuts, particularly focusing on health, education and social security. This poses a particular challenge because to bring about some of those cuts, he might also run up against the constitution again. He has suggested that a constitutional revision might be needed to bring about some of these changes. But that seems very unlikely that the opposition parties whose, whose votes would be needed would agree to that.
1: How is the underlying economy faring?
2: I think the Portuguese do feel a certain sense of injustice in the sense that the bailout program which was negotiated in May 2011 had forecast that this year would be a year of recovery, that the budget deficit would reach 3% uh, of GDP this year. But in fact, as it's turned out, after two very tough years, Portugal is facing an even deeper recession. Unemployment is much higher than forecast and is not forecast, even officially, to come below the current rate for at least another four years. So I think the Portuguese feel that um, they have done everything they've been asked to do by their international lenders, they've been um, very staunch in meeting all the conditions and terms of the bailout agreement, but they're not feeling any benefits. In fact, the whole economy and the outlook for the economy has got a lot worse.
1: And how does that leave the Prime Minister's position? Because, I mean, as you say, he's been a very staunch supporter of austerity, saying that if we take our medicine now, that the economy will turn around and things will come right. If that's not happening, then how does that leave him politically?
2: He has a comfortable majority in Parliament, so he's not under any immediate threat. I think the new round of spending cuts that he announced last weekend will also play very well for um, his coalition partners, the smaller Conservative Party, known as the Popular Party, who are very much in favour of spending cuts and against any further increases in taxes. But it does pose serious difficulties for Mr Pasoškoleju in the sense that his opponents, and not only the opposition, opposition parties, but employers, organizations, and many senior figures within the government parties themselves believe that the the austerity program just isn't working and isn't delivering what it promised to deliver. But I think the government feels, uh, particularly the finance minister, Victor Gaspar, who is perhaps the main driver behind the practicalities of the program, feels that as long as Portugal does stick to the letter of the agreement, that if it can't get back to the Bond markets as planned in September, or if it can't successfully terminate the program by uh, mid 2014, that Germany in particular will come to its rescue, as it were, in the sense of providing further support until Portugal is in a position to get back to the markets and start funding itself, as long as it does keep to what it's committed to.
1: Okay. Ben, uh, we're hearing from Peter that many people in Portugal think that austerity is not working. Are there any signs of a rethink at the EU level? Do you think there will be
0: any greater support for Portugal along the lines that Peter's suggesting? I don't envisage any big policy shift at an EU level on this but I think it's certainly true that concern about self-defeating austerity is spreading across uh, spreading fast actually across southern Europe. I think it was very interesting that this week uh, Mariano Rajoy, the Spanish Prime Minister came out with some pretty critical comments about the EU, about the lack of solidarity shown in the EU. This is from a centre-right Prime Minister in Spain who's been uh, very gung-ho about pursuing austerity himself but is clearly becoming incredibly frustrated by um, a lack of solidarity from the rest of the union and particularly a lack of um, progress on all sorts of measures needed to restore confidence in, in the eurozone, particularly sort of banking union. And we also saw uh, Mario Monti at the weekend at the risk of pushing up Italy's deficit and its debt, writing a very large check, at 40 billion euros, to help pay off government debt to private companies, which will also help boost demand So there is clearly a a feeling across the periphery that more needs to be done. And actually, governments seem to be, if anything, taking matters into their own hands. But in an election, German election year, I do not see any great uh, relaxation of austerity across the eurozone. I think
1: that's the really interesting issue. As you say, Germany is the country that really matters in the eurozone. And the US Treasury Secretary was in Europe this week and urging uh, Germany to do more to stimulate its own economy for the benefit of the eurozone economy as a whole and Portugal.
0: Do you think that that message is just not being heard in Berlin? No, I mean, it wasn't really heard for the last three or four years of Timothy Geithner's constant pleas for Germany to do more. And I don't see why Jack Liu will have any more success in that regard. I think there is one big caveat here, though. At the moment, uh, the rest of uh, the core eurozone, if you like, and the markets seem pretty unmoved by the agonies of uh, eurozone countries dealing with austerity the the big caveat i think with portugal is that everybody in europe wants to see a success story wants to see portugal and Ireland, for that matter uh, exit their bailout programs and return to markets and i think markets could be very very spooked if portugal is not helped to get back into the markets and uh, the documents prepared for this weekend's meeting of eu finance ministers in dublin suggest that Portugal will have difficulties in getting back into the markets unless it is given an extension of its bailout loans and even then it may need some extra assistance and I don't think political parties in in Germany want to see a failure in Portugal which as you mentioned was certainly seen as a good pupil in the Eurozone for taking some pretty unsavoury medicine in terms of austerity. Peter if I can come back to you how is the market reacting to this latest crisis Uh, do you think there
1: is a a real problem for Portugal in accessing the markets?
2: There was a wobble certainly in the Portuguese stock market in reaction to the constitutional court's decision and also Portugal's uh, bonds did suffer but it was a fairly short-lived blip and there haven't certainly been any serious um, fluctuations in response to the decision but I think in terms of getting back to the markets um, the whole situation with Portugal and fact that the court decision has thrown its um, bailout program off course it does raise the question of whether portugal will be able to return to the markets as scheduled by this september it had made some successful forays into the market and there was a bond swap back in october last year and in january this year it auctioned a five-year bond quite successfully the next stage was due to be a 10-year bond issue That was expected at any moment now, but following the the ruling of the Constitutional Court, and now um, some doubt raised over whether Portugal will be granted an extension in the maturities of its bailout loans, um, has thrown that all up in the air, and it it seems quite unlikely that this 10-year bond will be issued shortly. And that really calls into question whether Portugal will be able to regain full access to the markets by September.
1: All right, we'll wrap it up there. My thanks to Ben Hall in the studio here in London and Peter Wise in Lisbon. World Weekly is produced by Martin Staber. Until next week, goodbye.
0: For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash
2: podcasts.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.